Hello, and welcome to another episode of Romancing Our Stones, your male survival guide to media and pop culture your girl will likely drag you to. I'm Alex. And I'm Matt. Oh, got a musical yeah. episode today, apparently. Yeah, I'm either going through puberty or I'm really excited. Either way. <laughs> You're excited about this episode? Uh, no, I'm excited to be with you. Oh, okay. And I'm excited to talk trash on a couple things that happened this episode because literally I'm dying on a vine here. Um, this episode is trash. This it, season is trash. We'll get to it, but um, thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for the big bump uh, and the ratings we've had recently. <laughs> Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, all that good stuff. At R.O. Stones, guys, is our Twitter, our Instagram, our YouTube. At R.O. Stones, guys. Plural. Stones, guys. guys. Yeah. I said it like a Z. It's an S. And today, uh, I think we're polishing off our beers. Our we old, are. Our old bastard wit beer. Our old bastard is a German wheat, so if you want a good old cuddly friend with a little bit of bite, go for an old bastard. It's, uh, it's our Unknown Belgian ABV. <laughs> yeah. ABV is a question mark. It gets the job done, though. I'll tell it you Tastes like much. beer, and it gets us good, it gets yeah. us happy. So Yeah, you can find these exclusively at our, our gift store. <laughs> Which doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, and we're not going to give you any, because we're out. But we're brewing, we're brewing some more coming up, too. Yes. Uh, we have a hazy IPA, and did you end up getting yours in the mail? I got a, I want to say I got a pumpkin ale or a New England red or something. I, I'll find out when the box shows up, but yeah. There you go. Well, well cheers. Cheers. Yeah, we'll actually reach across. Yeah. We're here in person again. We're here in person again. Despite coronavirus restrictions going on the rise, we're, st- we're here. We're yeah. here for our fans that have spiked this week. Exactly. So, whoever you are in Virginia... All the Virginians and all the Washingtonians that tune into the show, as they say in your native tongue, welcome. <laughs> welcome, man. Welcome. Um, so, why don't you lead? Dude, I don't. <laughs> Cause don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, so, this, we've kind of, so, the, this, uh, Okay. Let's just start with how this well, episode... It starts off with Yosef, because Yosef is sitting around talking about how he thought it was pretty and immature of her uh, being the oldest bachelorette ever to have the guy stripped down and play dodgeball. He starts talking about his dignity and how with his, uh, with his daughter, he would never do that because it's important to him to set an example for his daughter. One thing- All the guys urge him to tell her that. And he's like, okay, I will. You know, Yosef, I speak for the group, Yosef. <laughs> yes. I think, and I think we were talking about this last episode too. Like, I think he's already on the, he was already on the, the war path of crashing and burning. And so he just wants to kind of go out with what he thinks will be some dignity. But one thing I thought was kind of curious too. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you're a dad, man. I'm, I'm, I'm soon to be dad. Yeah. I see, I Coming see. Up quick. Yeah. I see one thing he mentioned and I, I kind of caught me off guard. He's like, like, I don't want my daughter to see my, my butt, my bare butt. And I'm like, pretty sure kids, like, hang out with you while you're taking a shower, while you're going to the bathroom. Like, well, they're going to see stuff. The first thing you, you, <laughs> you learn when you have a kid is that you'll never go to the bathroom alone ever again. <laughs> you lose that's, all privacy. That's out the window. As soon as they can reach the door handle, you're, you're screwed. They come in at all times. Um, I get what he was saying. He was talking more about in the sense of, like. Uh, On TV. No, it's oh. about the act of you willingly taking your clothes off to impress a, ch- a person 
or or whatnot. I think his, his I idea, took it a little too literally then. Yeah, I mean, I sh- the baby his daughter seen his ass, and it you know <laughs> like, it is what it is. But I think what he, kind of boundaries do you have with your kid? <laughs> well, we I live in an Indus colony. I'm surprised it's the first time you've noticed that I've not been wearing clothes <laughs> this entire time. Um, I only see your eyes. Oh, my eyes are up here. <laughs> Um, stop looking at my stones and stop romancing my stones. Um, I, I think that I think he has a he has a point. I mean, I think that once you have children, your perspective changes in the sense that you stop living for yourself to a large degree, and the risks that you would take as a single non-parent um, disappear greatly, mm-hmm. just because you have a mouth you need to feed, an example you need to set, and you know your reputation is something that takes a lifetime to build and one tweet and one ass cheek or to destroy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, some of these guys are young, wealthy, happy ex-athletes, models, whatever it may be. So they can take those liberties where I think as a parent, you really can't take that extra provocativity, so to speak, especially with daughters. I have sons. So, and I believe that there is a double standard. I actually did talk to one of my friends about this, and she was saying, she was like, I thought it was inappropriate. I don't think that was like kosher at all. She was like, imagine if it was the roles were reversed. If there was a guy as the bachelor asking a bunch of women to take off their clothes and play a game of dodgeball and then expected them to strip down fully nude, there would be national uproar about that. Well, I, I think let's let's play that game, Alex. Let's play that. Let's game. play that game. Peter had the girls in lingerie with doing a pillow fight. So, but what were most of them wearing? Moo-moos. It was a variation. Moo-moos. It was a variation of underwear. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. And they didn't get completely. Naked. And they didn't take think, off their clothes as I they were. I think that the goal was. I think that doing the bachelor magic where they black out, you know, underwear or whatever maybe they weren't going to get fully nude. But it looks like some guys went for it, which is a big dick energy move. Yep. You know, that's something I don't know much about. And it was but, their choice. Yeah. And it was their but choice. It's something that, like if you have a monster hog, those guys. Find reasons to pull off their pants all the time, and they have this this swagger about nudity that I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, neither of us know. I'm talking about monster hogs. <laughs> Our not, followers are gonna know a lot of intimate details about us oh by the time gosh. this podcast ever ends. Yeah, it's, oh shoot, we'll edit that out. You know how to do that, right? My reputation's on the line. Post. Yeah, um, but I think that he was trying to say that. Uh, so Yosef is a douchebag. Let me start yes. there. Yosef is a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Yosef has a sense of grandeur that shouldn't exist. I'll say that first and foremost. But as a father, I do agree with him in the sense that there's there's supposed to be aspects of fun. I'm not a, I'm not a Debbie Downer, and I'm not disillusioned to that. But if you're really seriously looking for a wife, a wife, or a husband, a lifelong commitment. Yeah, you would think, you would hope that the gimmicks would subside, and um, that you wouldn't be doing these types of things. Instead, you'd be looking to get to know someone mentally, physically, spiritually, rather than just the looks and hog department. Yes, but he went and sat down with her and did you notice how he spoke in circles the entire time? Mm-hmm. Like he finished his point and I hate people like this. Then he started again and then he ran through his entire point again. There was actually one time where he told her to stop because he wasn't done. 
when it was like a full circle. He was on his like fourth yeah, revolution. Yeah. But I also understand because she was talking about how her mom was sick. So she completely understands what it's like to take time away from another person. He's like, no, you don't get it. We're talking about an impressionable child rather than your mother. You know, so that's why I stopped her. But then he all of a sudden went to an attacking mode. Yes. Calling her the oldest batch threat. And... I don't know, he this. he weaponized his criticism in a way that wasn't necessary, in my opinion. Yeah, and spoiler alert for his future wife. That's <laughs> that's what you're getting. That's what you're getting, and that's how he fights. Uh, spoiler alert to anyone in a relationship: if your partner can't stop an argument once they've made a point, as and if your partner can't stop making a point I, without without being on the path to wound you or make you feel sorry or or belittling you know that's going to be a a lifelong cycle because you know one of the most important parts of being in a relationship is knowing how you fight with your partner and if it doesn't turn out if they don't fight fair or you don't fight fair it's going to be or if it's a match if it's a win if, if it's a zero sum game theory type of argument if that's the way they want to argue no, nobody wins. If somebody wins and loses, nobody wins. That's that's true. So, um, she goes off crying. He goes off screaming. More oldest bachelorette stuff. He's like, I would expect more from the oldest bachelorette. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, again, I'm glad some of the other guys are like, all right, go home, dude. She obviously cut you off. Go home. And then he's Do like, it with some dignity. She's all yours, boys. It's like you weren't even in the running. Bro- no, Brosef. He was like, he was crashing and burning. He wanted to do so saving phase before she he didn't get a rose. Yeah. Yeah. So Yosef goes away. She's sad. Dale comes and hugs her. And spends quite a bit of time with her. Well, but this I, is before their date. I'm, I'm just talking about he hugs her, consoles her, and, and all of a sudden she just feels so much better. And she's just falling more and more in love with Dale. While these poor guys are sitting wondering how she's doing. <laughs> It, it, it was bizarre. Then they go to the rose ceremony. Uh, Jimmy Neutron, hairstylist, cosmetic store owner, didn't have the foundation to start a relationship. That's a, a makeup joke for our female les- listeners. Uh, and then, <laughs> That joke uh, is brought to you by L'Oreal. <laughs> uh, they don't do foundation, I don't think. Well, maybe they do. I don't know. Get back to you on that. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else was notable? Some other people. I mean, no one's really notable this season, but um, the season's not long enough for me to remember anybody's name. <laughs> and the last person to get the rose was Zach, and Zach was unfortunately the person that tried to steal her when the night began, and then she stopped him and shut him down. I think we're gonna see a theme coming here. Um, anyway, <laughs> unfortunately, in in this episode, we find out that the guys are playing a game that Claire's already ended. <laughs> Let's just say that. I think that's why you see a lot of awkward moments in this episode. Why do you think she has a front runner? I'm kind of leaning towards Bennett. Bennett, yeah, Bennett. the guy that she bailed, <laughs> bailed on. Bennett's still talking to himself. Um, <laughs> he's got his scarf around his neck so tight he lost circulation to his brain or oxygen to his brain. Um, but she ends the night and she goes home, and then. She has Deanna, who I don't remember Deanna, but apparently she was a bachelor. Season at one four, point in time, I think, is what she said. To get some advice, and uh, I like she, how they act like they're friends. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's a I fraternity doubt. of of through the network. You know, there's got to be a bachelor community of contestants and 
stars, right? I would hope so. I would assume they met there, though. Yeah. So they, she just talks about Dale, sniffs his, the crotch on his pants, said, <laughs> smell these pants. He took me to the pants party and gave me a little souvenir. Um, <laughs> that was bizarre. That was weird. Can you imagine? She is. Again, in, she's beyond infatuated. Role reversal. Like, imagine a bachelor got a skirt from someone <laughs> and the producers just came in and he was just smelling the hell out of the skirt and panning it to his buddy saying, smell this. Doesn't he smell fantastic? Which, full circle, comes back to my initial prediction that there's going to be a crappy season because she's got the emotional maturity of an 18-year-old. Yes. <laughs> also funny, too, is that um, I don't know if, you know, Dale is getting his evening wear from Party City as well because he literally had a wife beater on, yes, a chain, and a blazer. And a blazer. And that was his night that outfit. That was his night outfit. Well, now I understand because he's giving away pants and he's giving away other things to Claire. Um, so he's going to run. He's going to be just down to a, a a speedo at the end of the time. And speaking of speedos, Jason <laughs> had a speedo on in the pool, and Jason is one insult away from murdering the entire encampment. <laughs> Please elaborate on that. <laughs> he he's the. I one, think you're right. I just want you to tell. He's the I guess. one. He literally. Had that one-on-one date where they talked about all the things and he was like unstable, manipulative, cold. And then he threw the terracotta whiteboard and broke it and they screamed at the mountain. And he's, then he's in the pool. He's like, I'm not one to get emotional. And it's like, yes, you are. You are the emotional one, bro. And Even he, in these little one-on-ones, when they, when they start talking about Dale, he's like, he, he is the one who's like getting pissed off. Either he, he, he I don't know, you, but you can see in his face... He's having legit conversations in his brain with someone. He's arguing with himself. <laughs> and it's, yep. it's kind of, I, 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 again, he was my my surprise pick in the beginning of the season. Goes to show that me picking people has not been very <laughs> successful. Um, but uh, anyway, well, we're getting ahead of it. So she's so busy sniffing Dale's crotch that um, she cancels the day date for the group date that she's supposed to have. Then she comes in and gives us bogus, I want quality time, and nothing's more quality time than a cocktail party. Okay. Yeah, so no event. Just, we're doing one giant cocktail hour. Yeah. And I get to hang out with all the guys and spend a little bit more time with them. Lo and behold, Dale and Claire get anywhere between, I heard, 40 minutes, I heard an hour Somewhere in that range, all the other guys are sitting at this round table or whatever is, you know, at their cocktail party waiting. I don't know. That's the other thing I have a question with. They get pissed that she spends all that time with with Dale. Did they disappear and they didn't know where to find them? Because who was getting up out of their chair to go find them and and interrupt? Because I don't understand that part. So Tammy, who I follow on Twitter, Mm -hmm. I think she's funny. She was on a Pilot Pete's program. Oh, that's a you know, Peter Peichel picked up Peppa, Peppa Pig. Oh, gosh. Um, no, but she said that, you know, like, 40 minutes in Bachelor time and on that TV show is a lifetime. And I can imagine being very long. I think what made it worse, though, is Dale gave this little pep speech. Yes. About how we're a band of brothers and we need to respect each other's time. And then he takes her away. And then there was a, 
And then he goes hardcore makeout session where he slips his fingers underneath her silk shorts. And speaking of weird outfits, she's wearing silk shorts with a blazer. In well, a, in well, a, in a, lingerie it was top. lingerie underneath a blazer. Thank you. Okay, yeah, I thought that was weird too. I'm like, what? It, what are we wearing here? And they make out, and then uh, someone comes in, and she says for Dale to hide. And then Dale sits in the middle. Oh, it was uh, Easy who came in, um, and uh, to interrupt them. So apparently, they knew where they were. Again, again, this goes back to my. Were they expecting Dale to say, "Okay, I've taken enough time. It's time for me to go grab one of the other guys"? Because if I'm on this competition. I'm not doing that. If they're not going to come and interrupt me and, and take time themselves, I'm going to be hanging out with her the whole night. And that's fair. And well, I feel like I these know. guys are kind of just, they're not very proactive. And he was giddy as a schoolgirl. I mean, he, uh, I think he was a couple drinks in. I think he had a drunk smile on his face when he stumbled in the second time. We'll get there, but yeah. So she was, she was sitting down and then she started talking to everyone, but it was all very short and then she had, speaking of short, she spoke to Jay for a while, Big Puss Jay, and then Dale walked into the room, and um, Dale gave this weird, like, I didn't know you were in here deal, but since I'm here, why don't you leave? And then they start making out. Well, the worst part is that he kind of looks to Claire to be like, well, no, we just sat down, or hey, I've already talked to you. Like, She goes... No, why didn't you come join us? Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Jay. And they're just, and they're giggling like two little schoolgirls together. And poor Jay's like, what the hell? And again, instead of actually standing up for himself, he goes, all right, I'll see you guys later, you okay, two lovebirds. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so that then all the guys all of a sudden are now puffing up their chest, especially Riley, the lawyer. You know, <laughs> that guy, he's like very verbose um, and articulate in his words. He's very smart. You can tell he's an attorney the way that he talks. Oh, and you can and tell, he, you can tell he kept, the cogs. He kept, he kept asking Dale to answer questions and then Dale stops. like, no, continue with your answer. Complete attorney back and forth, yep. um, which I thought was pretty funny. But And actually, I think for the first time in like Bachelor, Bachelorette history, it was actually nice to have somebody be like, no, no, finish. Like, <laughs> yeah. everybody just like gets either, either interrupt each other, argue, or somebody goes like, oh, I don't know. And he goes, no, no, no. We're all going to wait and hear you out. We want you to explain yourself. It, it was such an attorney thing to do because he's, because Dale said something and then he said something stupid back in the room. Yes. Oh, it, well, that's what, that's what it was. He said, you know, I'm best suited for, and then Riley's like, no, finish. finish. You're best suited for what? Finish that thought. Drunk Dale. <laughs> drunk Dale. Um, I still maintain he was dry. He was tipsy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he said he was the one that was best suited for Claire. All of a sudden he has this massive target on his back. Um, and that's how that date ended. And then, so Zach, the guy that got stiff armed at the cocktail party, speaking of stiff arms, um, got a one-on-one date and they were getting pedicures in the spa day. Mm -hmm. Whether you love Dale or not, Zach is boring as fuck. Like that was a weird date. And whether you were entirely, uh, Claire sucks too. So like, don't take this the wrong way, Zach. <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. Um, <laughs> yeah, guy. I think it, well, part of it too is she's doing something fun with him that he's never done. Right. So like, cause they're like, have you ever done this? No, I haven't. Like, and he's trying to add, he's like, yeah, like I'm ticklish, like on the bottom of my feet. Like, isn't, <laughs> isn't everybody? And she goes, no, I'm not. 
And then isn't like it's like she's not participating in having fun either. In my opinion, like but even on her her cutaways, like her interview, she's like, "I'm giving it my all, even though I'm Dale, Dale, Dale." Yeah, I see Dale. Oh, I wish Dale was here. Yes, but um, have you had a pedicure before? Mm-hmm. Do you like them? Yeah, it's fantastic. Really? I must have had a really bad one. You're treated like a king. <laughs> At least where I went, I was treated like a king. <laughs> Beyonce, Alex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but interesting. I, I thought there's two very bad forces at play here. He's he's doesn't have a whole lot going on in terms of like entertainment value. She's not really putting forth a, a full effort. She's half-assing this. And together, they're just creates together that creates awkward silence. It creates really boring TV. Is what yes. It is. Yes. Um, so. I'm not taking much of my feet either, so I I was interested that he was shocked by that. But I would have been like somewhat shocked because like I again like I feel like a lot of people were ticklish on the bottom of their feet. But then they go sit in the pool awkwardly. And well, he he jumps in, showing hey I can be fun, yeah. right? But what does she do? She jumps on the I'm floaty and doesn't get a single drop on her. Yeah, she's one of those girls. I think it was an ad for the floaty. Maybe I think um, all I know is that she's one of those girls then, so far that but doesn't. Then she she like. She either pulls a hitch and goes 90. or she, Do you think she went 90 and stopped? Or do you think she changed her mind as she was leaning in? I think she changed her mind. Because he didn't pull away. I mean, he just He's also two there. steps below her. He would need to, like, magically grow another inch to be able to meet her there. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> he's a grower, not a show. <laughs> um, so then he good. realized things. He, uh, he realizes that he missed a kiss, so he, like, grabbed her arm and then... One had her hand like wrapped around her stomach, so like, and he was preventing her from actually rotating and turning. Kind of like saying, like, "Oh no, no, we, I thought you maybe wanted this." I mean, he, he's like, "Wait, what happened?" Like, I thought, we and were, then, yeah. and then they walk a few more feet. Then he grabs behind her neck and, and pulls her in, like, pulls her in for a kiss, and then she <laughs> stiff arms him again. And it was so. It was probably the most awkward interaction. And this is a huge debate right now on social media as to whether it was aggressive. She's an abuse survivor. Um, she's had abusive relationships in the past. Um, this triggered her, she said. So she had Chris Harrison dump him, which I want Chris Harrison to handle all my business and relational bad news. Hey, Matt's not coming out tonight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That means you're going home. Wouldn't that be epic? That'd be so epic. It's like something super casual, like yeah. going out with the guys. Chris Harrison shows up. Hey guys, guys, I'm sorry. Matt's not coming. Matt decided he's not going to pursue this any further <laughs> and uh you guys don't have a ride home yeah i'm sorry i gotta figure it out <laughs> i gotta chris if you're listening i think we have a business plan yes um at least a tv show idea that can go at least three seasons yeah and i think that i think that she was just over over and she was so infatuated with dale and the reason why i, I say that is because the last date the group date um, she thought it would be super duper fun to roast people. And I hate people that suggest roasts when they can't take a joke. No, yeah. no, no, it's not that it's people who can't take their fiance oh, yeah. getting a joke per they, her words. They rip Dale like crazy. And Dale's a good spirit, a good sport about the whole thing. He is. Cause he even said, I deserved it. Probably because I took her away for that amount of time, um, but they all they all make fun of Dale. Yes, and then 
Uh, and with a statement like, I'm the front runner, deservedly so. There's so much content. And, and, and Bennett just laid into him. I was going to say, can we just talk about Bennett? They kept talking about how he had pages of material he was writing <laughs> on, ben, on Dale. Bennett. Bennett came from his, his that couch where he was waiting for Claire, went right on the stage, probably didn't have to rent a tux from Black Tux. He probably had it with him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and he just went into this literally like a four-minute monologue of why Dale sucks. Um, <laughs> that he's not into her, that he has but no sense slayed. of But he's slain. That's the best part. He's yeah, slain. The guys are literally like hooting and hollering and cheering. And, and can I just say, the first couple of episodes, I was like, Bennett seemed kind of dry, a little too little too proper, a little too hoity-toity for me. Dude's like my favorite. And you can tell <laughs> that, you can tell that I, I mean, how the other guys interact with him, they all really like him, you know, which is interesting too. Yes, um, he's a very likable guy. Which is weird because he's very highbrow Harvard in eye banking guy. However, that could be his strongest asset. Is that's it's not he's a good businessman. It's he's a very likable guy, which that is a skill in and of itself. That is true. So then Claire takes a second half of the night to go ahead and you know there's a joke that says like enough about me, let's talk about what you think of me. Except it's the same thing, but she just changed everything to Dale. Why did everyone go so hard at yes. Dale? Why did everyone go so hard All at Dale? of her little one on ones with them. We're about Dale. And I would have been pissed. I would have been pissed. And so many of those guys were like, well, like, that's there. I would like to talk about us. Yeah, Bennett said, everything I have to say about Dale, I said on the stage, I'd like to talk about us now. And then yes. she, wouldn't, she wouldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. And it was Dale, 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 Dale. I would have been pissed. And then she walked away, told the producer, what'd she say about the fiance thing? What do you say? Well, as she's walking away with one of the, I don't know, yeah, one of the producers or one of the staff managers or one of her handlers probably, right? She's like, she's like, you just like, you know, when they're just talking about my fiance that way, I'm like, oh my God, why are, like, at this point, in my opinion, it's come, it's become very cruel that she's letting these other guys think that they're still playing the game. Yeah. Like, just fucking let them down. And then she, well, she did let them down because she didn't give out a group rose because she said she needs to think about it. Yeah. And then she said, I, I'm giving this rose to myself because you had to sit there while they talk shit on Dale. And I, again, I would have been double pissed. I, I mean, I know it's a show, but I feel like I would have fucking walked out there. I would have walked out the there. The guys made a good point, though. It's like, you don't see enough with any of us that you th- could see it going another week mm-hmm. with any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, which, this is where Claire's showing her true colors is the worst bachelorette and worst pick for bachelorette ever. I saw someone say, I need to rewatch Juan Pablo season. Cause maybe we had it all wrong. <laughs> um, seeing Claire in the way that she's acting, but well, I also saw a great meme that said, you know, who's enjoying this season? Juan Pablo. <laughs> it's, it's true, but it's almost like, I think this is a good, a good experiment for the bachelor because Claire is not a fan favorite. No. Claire is very confrontational. I don't think... I think that there's an, a tactfulness of speaking your mind that you need to balance. Mm-hmm. Just because you have opinions that are different than somebody doesn't mean you need to state them all the time. Every time. It doesn't mean they're right. Correct. Even if they're right and they feel right to you, that's not a green light for you to share how you're thinking because... It's called decorum, and then it's called, you know, picking and choosing your battles and whatever it may be. It's called composure. But who would have thought that Claire would not be good at this, besides everyone in America? Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know, she has been engaged from a Bachelor franchise before. She almost got engaged to Juan Pablo. She's ready to be engaged. 
And then she wants to be engaged. She's calling a guy a fiance night two. Yep. After saying, I think I just found my, my husband, husband on night one after 10 seconds. So again, I, 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 she's proving America, right? We'll call it that. Right. Mm-hmm. And no surprise, disappointing. Yeah. But then like a siren from the deep in the, this week, next week on the bachelorette, a siren from the four foot deep pool. Yes. From the very deep from La Quinta is Tasha. Tasha. I like Tasha. I like Tasha. I'm too. stoked for Tasha. Yeah. So, and she wasn't wearing her Tasha necklace. So yes, I don't have anything to rip on her yet. Um, <laughs> But that's kind of where it ends. Other than that, she was looking real good coming out of that that pool. And uh, looks like after the election, we'll find out how Claire blows up the show. Yep. As Chris Harrison says. So, um, yeah. I feel, I feel no remorse. <laughs> she's, no. she's done all of this to herself. And the interesting thing about this, too, is that you need a quarantine for 14 days to be on the show. So they actually brought Tasha in time-wise if they go right into her being there. Mm-hmm. And they're saying like, they never said like the boys had to wait another two weeks of quarantine, like re-quarantine. Um, you know, they may have called her in as a backup plan after night one. Maybe. Yeah, after she's like, I think I just found my husband. Yeah. They're probably like, yep, Tasha. <laughs> Hey Tasha, you might want to. You need to fly out here like now. Hey Tasha, what you doing, Dollface? Why don't you fly out here to Palm Springs? <laughs> Which is like a twenty-minute flight. Yeah, it's very because <laughs> she's in Orange County. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this is romancing our stones, and a lot of stones talks right now mm-hmm. politically. Um, but we rate and review these shows, and we have what's called the stones ratings, and uh, we each have two stones to give naturally. And uh, two stones means you enjoyed the episode. It was a fun watch. As a male, it wasn't too bad. Zero stones means you would prefer an act of castration than watching this show again. Uh, or at all. At all. Um, and then there's the highly vaulted, always never duplicated meaty scale. Which <laughs> or vegan been, scale, actually, or this season. scale, yeah. Um, so we'll get into that next, but we'll do stones first. So Alex, out of your two stones... How many stones did the show romance? Zero. I hated this episode. Hate is a strong word. I hate the episode. I don't hate any individuals. But I definitely don't like Claire. And she's showing me exactly the reason why I was not looking forward to this season. And so for that reason, zero stones. Media scale. There was there was some meat to it. Yeah. Compared to the, you know, with the with the Dale stuff and the guys getting at it and the roast session is actually pretty decent. I'll uh, I'll give it I'll give it a it's, a it's a slice of salami sandwich sandwich cut sandwich cut of salami. Yep, had some fat in there. That's I good. know the meat scale isn't my deal, but I would give this if I had my own meaty scale, which I know I don't. So. We should. No, <clears throat> we should each get sponsored by a meat company, Arby's or something. You know, okay, yeah, Arby's, if you're listening. We got the meats, right? Yeah. So we should maybe get sponsored by them. Hey, Arby's, if you're listening, we're we're cheap. Yeah. We're cheap. We yeah. can be bought easily. We'll do it for roast beefs and cheddar. <laughs> um, but I think this is a piece of uh, popcorn chicken oh. that falls out of your container in the rolls bag. underneath your car seat for a week. And then when you're cleaning out your car, you find this stale piece of Don't popcorn tell me you eat chicken. It. 
What? Don't tell me you eat it. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> no, I'm saying that there's meat there, but you don't want to touch it up or pick it up. You're not interested in it. You throw or, it right into the trash. Salami, I'd eat it. Yeah. This is something. There is meat. I'm going to give it some credibility that has meat on it, but I wouldn't want to eat it. Which leads me to my... Stones rating? Of zero stones. Mm-hmm. I can't in good conscience say that this has been fun. Could this be our... I can't remember our other stones rating at this point. Could this be our first zero stones show altogether? Well, it's it's uh, every every episode's been zero to zero. So yeah, so like I, I'm assuming as a series we'll vote at zero zeros. But if you take the average, this could be our very first zero zero average stone rating. Unless Tasha comes and blows out of the, out of the water. But I feel like that'd be a whole different it's like a whole new season, season right? Well, we'll have we to can't check. let we can't let Claire deter from Tasha's season. We'll have to check the rule book on yeah. stones ratings that we'll have to write and then read it. Um, to see if we can do two we'll separate seasons. Open the here. annals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but the Yosef explosion was actually interesting. And then it's like we ran into a wall. Yep. A Dale wall. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and that's kind of how it is. So zero stones. It's a piece of salami. Or popcorn chicken that's seven days old at the bottom of the car. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at R O Stones Guys. That's R O S T O N E S G U Y S. At R O Stones Guys for Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, follow, share. We appreciate all of you. We're almost in every 50 states. Uh, almost. We're, we're almost in uh, 15 countries now. Um, very exciting stuff. So thank you all for that's doing it and sharing it. If you want to be on the show, we'd be very happy to, you know, zoom you in and you can tell us your thoughts. Let us know on Twitter or Instagram and don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, follow, and, um, have a good week. Everybody recognize whatever happens in the election Life will go on. Life will go on, whether you're happy or you're sad. So just like my divorce lawyer told me, the best deal for everyone is when everyone's pissed off. (laughs) We all win? (laughs) Lose? We all lose, but it's the best deal for everybody. (laughs) Anyway, y'all have a good week.